0: hello and welcome to the dance of the soul and here Regan is got a wonderful light shining in on him <laughs> if you could see this um, but uh you know we're here today uh, and uh, Regan is just coming in by the skinny skinny what is that saying the uh, by, by the nitty of the chin the hair of the of his chin here you yeah. know um, skin of during- my teeth this is skinning your teeth or the yeah whatever that old saying is of uh you know it's coming in at the very last minute i wasn't actually expecting him expecting him here because he texted me saying that he had to you know help some stranded friends of his and uh tony who's been on our show what a year and a half almost two years ago now um that um that, uh, you know, and I, you know, had when I was down there met, you know, got a chance to hug him for real, you know, type of thing. But, you know, they they got stranded by a car. And then, you know, as Tony says, that you know, he always has these things that come up and he just rolls with it with a shininess. And, you know, it's just amazing to witness how some people roll with things. And others just kind of get into the thunk of it. And we should have talked (laughs) about that today um, because the energies of today were just kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, I know that the moon went into Gemini, which is an air planet, which is, you know, the mind's always working and things are going on and, you know, and, you know, things are happening and, you know, we assume this and got to talk about that. And, you know, and it's one of those things. So the guy actually, you know, and, you know, Tony's phone got taken from a Uber driver
1: He says a lift. Yeah. You want to trash the wrong thing.
0: Oh, a lift. And, um, and so with that, that, um, you know, now he's trying to get the cops and stuff like that, but the, the lift guy just kind of just take off without even thinking about it No, Tony
1: and them, they had to jump out of the car because the guy was trying to charge him three times as much. Like they were going one way. He was charging them three ways. And then he refused to give them their money back. And they got in an argument. Tony, didn't. Kim just got out of the car and he left his phone in there. But the guy had an advertisement on top of his car, which you're not supposed to have if you're doing lift for uh-huh. a certain restaurant. So Tony ch- chased him down, found out where he lives from that that ad. So anyway, oh, she- the guy was supposed to meet him at a Motel 6, to give him his phone back. And then he shut his phone off altogether. So uh, Tony just called the sheriff on him because he knows where he lives. So.
0: Oh yeah, or works at least, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! The drama. The drama, and that's the thing is, is that you know, you kind of wonder why. And today's conversation is actually going to be about souls. You know, where do souls go? Why do some stay? Why are we <clears throat> always? You know, there's these personalities and and you know the afterlife and that kind of stuff. Because I've been really hearing a lot of people who have been having a lot of people pass away. Well, you kind of wonder now why some souls stay, you know, it's one of those things that when we leave, because our personality is so grained into our, our being sometimes that we just stay in the knowing that we have. And so it's one of those things that how as we go. So I'm going to send um, prayers and, and love to Tony. And I know that he just has this way of rolling through things. You know, needs out. It always works out, you know, I know I had life with a lot of chili powder in it, you know, good luck, blessings, I have blessings everywhere, you know, <laughs> just a lot, a little bit of spice to it, you know, my life is, is spicy in some ways with how I negotiate it, but, you know, Tony has like, he's into the jalapeno pepper, or he's into the hot peppers yeah. <laughs> for spice. <laughs> so.
1: Well, you know, and, and that's something, even just starting out the show with this kind of thing going on it's really showing me he's um, I've known him for 20 something years and he's been in impossible situations, dozens and dozens of times. I mean, things where you think, I mean, as far as, you know, being kidnapped by the cartel in Mexico, two times, you know, uh, and things like that. And um, he, he always can find a way to get out of it. He can always find a way, a solution. Um, You know, even, even when I've seen him when he's, when he's going through situations where I would be totally down, he just, when I see him, he's just, hey, hi, hi there, you know. I mean, he yeah. keeps that. And I think that's what helps him get out of these situations because he keeps such a positive attitude that everything's going to work out. You know, mm-hmm. he looks for the good and And what gets him into those situations is he's looking for the good in everybody. Even these guys that are like criminals, he's looking for the good in them. And then, then he ends up getting... You know tennis match. So so if people don't know.
0: Yeah, if somebody doesn't know, Tony is a really good friend of Regan's, and he yeah. has been an amazing teacher uh, in a way of um, how to negotiate life you know you know and that kind of stuff. So if we're talking about, and Tony was on our show, and I got gave him some guidance about you know the one thing I do remember about it was is that it was about being the elder. You know he's got. He, instead of being the little kid going through these things, he's got to be the elder going through these things. Yeah. And um, Regan's in his van because he just picked up, you know, uh, Tony and his wife and, and, you know, and it, it's been, woo. And then, so Sorry. Um, no, you're good. He's in the, he's in the, his van. Um, And literally they just jumped out so that they're, they can deal with their business and, and Regan can do this. So if Regan has to pop off, it's because yeah. he's in the middle yeah. of, this literally and that literally
1: did my screen did my screen just get dark on you
0: It just now just now did because
1: i thought i'm here with the sun shining on my phone and i'm wondering if it's uh
0: getting too hot
1: and now i don't it just got kind of dark and i let's see here now i'm just going to switch over here as we're talking (laughs) to this side,
0: just- <laughs> and this is called life, and you know, and and that's one thing that that if you anybody who watches our show, that you know, rig and I just kind of rumble through life ourselves. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't get attached to things. So today, though, you know, I wanted to kind of you know, we're kind of coming into this conversation a little bit awkward, and I wanted to kind of let people there we go. We want people to know that we do have high intentions of of doing what we talk about on the show, but sometimes as life happens, it takes over. And so we just kind of walked in on this because like I said, Regan just came on just a few minutes before, um, uh, before we um, uh, did this. So it's one of those things. So we um, might have some new people here. So man on the moon. Hello. How are you? Thank you for your hearts. Yes, we're, we're working on it. So um, I was on a show just this other Saturday and it was a show that he talks about a lot about, about, you know, the star beings and life and that kind of stuff. And, and it was interesting. And I'm grateful that I have a whole bunch of new followers from that. And I'm so grateful that if they want to be here I'm grateful that they're, you know, anybody who subscribes, I'm grateful whoever can watch because Regan and I on Mondays with the dance of soul and me on, on life clarifications with Natasha on Wednesdays at four that I, we, we so much are here to support and, and give life, Purpose and that kind of stuff. So I'm a psychic medium, Natasha Venter. Regan is a hypnotherapist, um, and he does many other facets. I mean, he's an amazing man who's lived many walk, walks of life, and we both have perspectives and belief systems that we can work with pretty much anything and everything, and we honor anything and everything because we are. Uh, you know, we all know that life happens, and we why should we judge it? You know, So that's one of the things that when Regan and I do private sessions with people, we really honor where people are at and negotiating what they're doing. So welcome, Regan. Welcome yeah. to a Monday that, oh my gosh, when the people I've been around and I witnessed them, wow, what a Monday it was. And it wasn't say anything wrong or right. It was just like we just kind of came into it. You know, Sunday was calm. Monday was, hello, week. Here we are. And yeah. so... Welcome, well, welcome. you know, today's
1: a good example. I mean, you know, what we're here to do to talk about the show is how to deal with the difficulties that come up in life. And uh, my two friends right now, they're just having one of those days. You know, stone f- or you know their their cars, their car or their phone stolen. Uh, somebody trying to overcharge them on Lyft and the arguments and and their car trying to be repaired, which is really crazy. And and so we we go through that. Or I'm just on the periphery of that, trying to help them. Like we, you know, a lot of times we get calls from our friends or something and they need our help, you know, and Mm -hmm. we're, we're down here to help each other. And, um, so, um, you know, it's one way we give service, right.
0: You know, by,
1: by being there for people, because sometimes when we're needing help and we call out to others, it's, we're so grateful when we have someone we're close enough to that will help us out of a difficult situation, you know, pick us up when our car's stranded or, you know, they, they somehow, um. Tony and I have both been in the situations before where financially over the last 20 years we were stuck and we would lean on each other a little bit. Hey, you got 20 bucks and he'd send it to me somewhere that would get me to my next, you know, where I need to go Mm -hmm. or me get him to where he needed to go. And it all kind of works out because it's like family. You know, you just try to, to, to do what you can down here, you know.
0: Exactly, exactly. So with Regan, I wanted to remind you that today we're talking about the soul. And the walk of the soul and how we're going to go, how, why do some soul, where do we go after our life and, and where do they come? But we kind of got disjointed with the energies of today. So, yeah. uh, and what was going on? So that um, it's, it's just amazing how, you know, I want people to know that we, you know, here we are, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, this is the work of the soul though the work of the soul is to really negotiate and learn what is going on and how do we manage these emotions and that kind of thing. And, and a lot of times when souls leave, you know, they carry the emotions of anger and judgment and frustration and, and that kind of stuff. And that's why they, they don't necessarily leave the plane. You know, they're, you know, if they were a murderer or if they, um, if they like the control then they they do stick around a little bit more than um some of the others so it, it's it's one of those things of getting where we're at and so um hello champagne uh how are you so she says um what happens to the soul if they get their life taken based on getting murdered at a young age okay so i want you to know that um, in my observation, now my dad has crossed over. Now, let's see, Scott is t- almost 30. So 30 years ago, cause I was pregnant with my first child when, when uh, my father passed away. And from what him, me talking to him, me remembering many lifetimes, me negotiating many lifetimes and Regan, you'll have your opinion on this too, that from my understanding, no one goes home alone. No one goes home alone. There's always someone who is with them. Angels, guides, family members. No one goes home alone. Now, there's some souls that once they come and be taken care of, let's say somebody who was like the ruler of a town and they like that power and their family member comes and says, "Um, you've passed over, come with us. And they go, hell no, I'm not going you know, and they can have that choice because we all have kind of that scenario. And so and I've witnessed this going on, you know, from past lives and, and doing the work that I've done as, as my light. So with that, that going forward and, and engaging in this soul walk, that no one goes home alone. And if someone is murdered, I know that there are certain Groups of angels, loved ones, like my dad. My dad is one that he's done work on the other side. He's a he's a worker. He's a he's a he's a being who helps, and so there's a team that helps certain scenarios come through. So, like if somebody um, does uh, um, who commits suicide, then there's a group that comes and helps that that being cross over. If they're murdered, then a lot of times through those last moments, the soul is gone because of the fact that the angels or guides someone takes that soul and says, you don't want to witness this last bit of what your body has to go through. And so that there is that, so they are always taken. They're always taken care of. They're always with love. Regan, what is your uh, uh, perception on that? And and I, (laughs) and, and, you know, I kind of jumped in on this conversation and, and, you know, Knowing yeah. that you're kind of, you're all over the place. So I wanted to give, give you um, some grounding here.
1: Yeah, well, um, in the research through the Newton Institute, where we've had 70,000 people go to the other, other side, ask questions and come back. And that's how we know a lot now about what happens when you die, where you go, what you do while you're there, before you decide if you want to come back again. And um, the more we're finding is that there's, um, there's almost an, uh, an infinite amount of scenarios you know, uh, typically most souls, like when they when they leave their body, they get murdered or they just die normally. Whatever happens, they leave their body. There's a guide or, or an age, somebody benevolent there that's uh, that's willing to kind of, uh, you know, take them by the hand and take them back home again. Uh, but it seems like on the fringe um, I, and I think you know more about this than me because of your connection Direct connection you have in a sense to the other side, that like just like you say, some souls um, are confused uh, right away. That like they they you know like I've heard um, cases where somebody got in a car accident and immediately died, and um, even though they're they're in that in between state between here and the other side, they don't realize that they've actually died. You know, then to them they're still alive or they want to they want to they have such a connection to the side that they want to hang around for a while mm-hmm. and it seems like that that's what happens in some cases but i think that's the very minority you know you know that happens but there's an you know because of the what the you uh, know the millions and millions of souls that die all the time you know that certain percentage uh you know i, I guess some people would, would say that's why they see these apparitions or ghosts or some souls some souls just take longer, would you say, to transition. That's what it would be more like. It's just like some souls immediately transition, which seems to be generally what happens. But then some of them just don't, you know, um, for a while. Well, like some souls, when they die, they don't want to go immediately to heaven because they want to stay around and comfort people mm-hmm. that, uh, that are grieving over them. And they try to appear to them in their dreams or... Or some way, you know, contact them to let them know they're okay. That would be one way of w- where some souls stay around. But like you were saying, you know, some souls it's um, it's too much of a jolt where they don't they don't quite understand that they're transitioning, and so they hang around for a while. You know,
0: exactly, exactly. Okay, so um, Champagne says that um, it makes sense. Uh, much sense. I lost my brother about a year ago, and I feel like his soul. Um, left his body before he got shot. Yes. And oh, my love is with you, my dear. Um, traumatic deaths are, I don't want to say any death is easy to work with, but traumatic ones. It, it, it's our own personal car wreck. It's our own personal, the rug taken out from under us. And it, and it, it's grief in that way is so uh, amazing. And it, yes, I, I would say that. Um, uh, Veronica, hi, Veronica. Um, Veronica says that's comforting. Um, and then there's another comment here. Um, can a soul be vast, um, so vast that it does not fit into the... Yes, and, and I will talk about that too. Because That's an interesting com- question. Yeah, because I do have a, a comment about that because I have an understanding of that. Um, and then, um, so would the soul staying here be what they call earthbound spirits? Is that the same? Yes, there is earthbound spirits. There is... Okay, so knowing that souls, a lot of times that okay, this this is a big conversation that it may not be just in an hour here. Okay, so to give you an idea that um, that earthbound souls aren't necessarily all the soul that's here. So we have soul that is left because a soul is energy. So you know how you hear about how archangels or angels can be anywhere and everywhere at the same time because they are energy and the same with our soul. I know for me that if I'm sleeping and there's a car wrecking over in England and I go and help that soul, then I'm over in England too, as well as I'm here with my body. So there's a there's a there's a difference there. So to answer the question quickly about can the soul fit in the body? No, my body is the skeleton of my soul (laughs) of my being. I'm going to call it. And, and so with that, that it's not, I couldn't shove it in here. It would be like trying to shove a big bag of cookie dough into, you know, into, you know, a a plastic bag that doesn't fit, you know, you can't, it it doesn't work. And so with that, that we are the being, our being is totally around us. And I almost feel like in a way for kind of a cliche language that, you know, people say that you're in my aura, the aura is actually our soul. So with that, the that it's that kind of that whole energy field of who we are. Um, and then when you're talking about earthbound spirits, that the earthbound spirits, and Regan, you'll have your, you know, I know you have your insight about this too, that earthbound spirits aren't necessarily like my dad. Okay. I'm gonna give you exact Well, I've lost both my parents within three years of each other. It was having my my kids. And and so my my dad, he knew I was pregnant with my little one. And so he ended up staying around and being, but my dad always, I always said my dad walked one foot in this world and one foot in the spirit world. So he was very intuitive himself. He knew how to negotiate the soul walk. And there's more souls that are awake than others. So my dad was around for quite a while, but I know for a fact that he crossed over and came back. And souls can do that. They don't necessarily have to stay here. They can cross over and come back like my dad. He was very awake soul like me. I'm on a very awakened soul. And so with that, 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 you know, crossing over is no big deal for us. We just go over, check in. Hi, I'm here. I need to go back and check on family members where my mother, she was more of a um, human soul. At, in this lifetime, she was meant to learn a lot of the humanness in her life. And so it took me almost a year before my, my dad pulled in a dream, pulled her into my life, into my dream and said that she's fine because I, I didn't really feel my mom around me right away. She had a lot of work to do. She, her, her passing was not easy. She had Lou Gehrig's disease. So she passed very roughly. And, and so it, she she actually was taken and and taken for a while to integrate into the other side. So it depends on the soul. Now earthborns earthbound spirits now thinking about let's say you know the um the um war fields on on you know like the um, civil war, those are energy. that's a time loop. but there are some earthbound spirits that want to take control. they want to negotiate their story. So Regan, what are you thinking that, that, you know, going after that conversation?
1: Well, um, just going back before I lose the thought of, um, someone who asked about, do sometimes people leave their body before they actually physically die? And, um, we've had a number of cases or when I have people, I'm doing past life regressions with them and they're at their death scene. And if it's, if it's something that's traumatic, and then when I'm checking in with them to see how they're doing, they say, "Oh, I've already left my body, but my physical body is still going through that torture or that something." It has mm-hmm. seemed, and I I remember from Oprah Winfrey one time had a man on there, and he was talking about maybe it was when Dr. Weiss she was talking to him who does past life regressions, and it was a pilot that was getting ready to crash into the ocean, and and in that in that scenario, that person experiencing that past life says, "I." left the body prior to crashing into the ocean, you know? So I think sometimes, even though the physical bodies are being, you know, dying in a, in a horrific way, um, our souls are able to, they know that and they they leave so mm-hmm. that there's not so much trauma. Also had a very, I had a, a good friend uh, who was captured in the Korean war. He was captured in the Korean war and put in a prison camp. And um, he was with another gentleman and they both were, uh, really, really, um uh, uh, knew how to meditate. You know, they both, and, uh, and they were both Buddhists, I believe they were tortured. They were put into, um, it's like a, a big drum in the, in the, out in the sun where the, you know, they would be like, mm-hmm. you know, being in metal, like you're being cooked inside, you know, it was suspended. The, the, the barrels, the expanded was just suspended by ropes. And when they had trouble with prisoners, they would throw them in there to torture them. And, um, or did not because have trouble with him. They just wanted to torture him. <laughs> yeah, because he knew how to, in a sense, leave his body or to change his consciousness. Every time they would open him up to see how, how they were doing, they were smiling. And uh, it freaked out the guards so much that after the third time, they took him out of there and they opened the gate to the, the thing and just said, get out of here. You know? <laughs> and he said It was because he was able to, in a sense, to... Yeah, He didn't have to experience the torture because he was able to have his consciousness somewhere else, you know. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the physical, it seems like we have that ability. But I think soul number of times does leave the body. And when one other case of um, it was a woman who was um, she wasn't in a coma, but she was she was, you know, um, terminally ill. So in the hospital and we found out that she, it, it, different times in the day she would leave and go to the other side and start making preparations to get over there. And then she would come back on her body, back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. until she, everything was set and ready to go. And then she transitioned. So, you know, that's how powerful the soul is. You know, we're not, you know, it's it has this ability to yeah. leave and come and go in the body.
0: And, and I would say that, I wouldn't say that it's all knowing because it doesn't know all. That's why we're in this human form, is to experience, yeah. to learn. But it is all understanding knowing seeing being in the moment to where it can kind of be one step ahead of us to be able to negotiate many things yeah, that's like why that. I, one step ahead mm-hmm. yeah that's why i always kind of say that i trust that part of me that knows what to do uh, because of the fact that my soul knows what to do it, it has this i'm intuitive natasha is intuitive i am very psychic Natasha is very psychic. Me, the body, the knowing, the, my brain allows this to happen, but my my soul, my my being, that that akashic records of me has no wings that are beyond my brain's capacity capabilities. And so yeah. with that, that I trust that part of me that knows what to do. And uh, it's gotten me out of a lot of, I'm going to call it shit because of the fact that it, it's that part of that dance that we do in life. And, and it's amazing um, how we can go forward and, and doing that. And um, so it, it it's one of those things I want to ke- make sure that we um, catch up here. When
1: you were talking about soul bound, uh, what's this the phrase you're using soul bound or earth yeah so soul. so
0: the question was is that um so would um would the souls staying here on earth what would you call them soul balance series be the same so we were talking about that, you know are the souls the same I'm gonna say that there's some energies that are just they're 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 not souls they're energy they are just plain old energy um and so with that, that, um, that, you know, it, it is sometimes where there is a, like there's sometimes where I see a soul in a house that I'm house blessing or house clearing, and it's just repeats going the same direction. Well, that's almost like an energy stamp that things gonna are just going to be going. And that's not considered a soul, but that's an energy residue that is taken from that moment. Um,
1: yeah, uh, we, we, we actually have cases where, um, when we're doing
0: this life-between-lives
1: process through the Newton Institute, and um, we have them go to a previous life. And some of their lives that I know some of uh, of these souls were uh, observing, like they weren't actually in a physical earthly body, but they were kind of here, but in a different dimension, in a sense, mm-hmm. having experiences differently than being all the way in a physical body. So that exactly. was Exactly.
0: Yeah, dimensions are I, I see my dimensions. I can actually tell you exactly what's happening about six other dimensions that are a Natasha in a different dimension. I can tell you that right now. I can see them. But at the same time though, I'm concentrating in this one, being here in this knowing. And and that's the thing is is that souls sometimes have to bounce around because I know that there's sometimes where I'm bouncing around to my different places, but there's a part there's a part of my soul that stays with this body. There's a part of the soul that walks away. There's a part of the, but I can really tell though, when, um, like there was a time when I was getting some energy work done and this was before I, um, I really was getting into being who I am now today. This was about 10, 15 years ago that I was getting some energy work done. And all of a sudden I saw white go, and I saw my soul go and, and resonate kind of above my body because there was a part of me that went, Holy crap, you know, and, and the soul kind of shot out of my body. Just like one time I was in the plane and we had, um, turbulence and I was in a place where I was going through some past life experiences and, and some things like that. And the turbulence shot my soul out. Well, I had vertigo so bad it took me five hours to get my soul back to my body because my soul jumped out in the airplane over spain (laughs) and i had to i had to walk through old castles the grounding to get my soul and i had to keep like pulling the tether down because i can shoot out i can be out in space i can be in many 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 dimensional planets away so my tether to this body is quite long so it took me a while to pull pull my soul back To well, my body, not in my body, but to my body.
1: Yeah. I mean, in the research of the Newton Institute research, you know, we we discovered a long years ago that um, that there's always part of our soul energy that's in the afterlife. And that's not all of our soul energy is in this body. So in this body, we're only aware of a portion of our whole self, mm-hmm. you know, in this consciousness. But this is what's great is just realizing that we are each greater than, than this, what we see in this space physical body you know and when i have people doing a life between life process i witness that as they merge as they uh, merge together with uh part of their higher self Mm -hmm. you know and it's a beautiful thing to witness and because i record all these sessions when they're listening to the session it it makes my clients smile and they go oh my god that's that's me me talking to me you know that's my that's that's a greater part of me that i'm not really aware of so much when we're in the body here so um it just in all this work that you and i are doing natasha we just keep finding that we are so much bigger there's so much more you know out there of ourselves of the world of the of the universe and everything and we're we're talking about it in human form so we're talking about little bits of this bigger piece but there's just more and more and more you know? Yeah.
0: I I had a, a someone who actually he's a, a star being and he's a medium and and spirit, you know, very psychic. And I had a reading b- from him for the first time because sometimes I, I just want somebody who's very, you know, very raw to who I am. And he all of a sudden he looks up and he goes, that's you just walked in the room. Oh, my God. That was you. You know, as he's looking up, you know, 12, 15 feet. And I go, yeah, that's me because I know that there's In past lives, I've been an angel. So I know that there is, you know, I believe that souls are kind of like, for lack of a better word, it's the only way I can really describe it for the humanists to to understand it. It's kind of like we're a mixture. So like a dog is a mixture of like hound, you know, like my dog is a a, black mouth cure. So she's got hound, pit, you know, lab, um, uh, you know, ridgeback. You know, there's these different parts of her. Well, our soul is like that so my soul is star being angel fairy or fae um you know there's many uh you know i can say <laughs> i heard my dragon speak up yes and dragon you know and and there's these different parts of my soul that are like this connection of who i am and and so with that, that that's our journey during this lifetime is to collect that's why i call it up my humanness needs to know this my humanness needs to know this so that my soul can negotiate the learnings i always walk through life as an observer as much as i can because it's amazing what i can observe with no judgment i don't have any judgment it's a it's about basically observing because it is about what can i collect in this soul to know how to negotiate
1: you know what's interesting now there's this movie out now that's uh going for best uh uh nominated for best film this year and it's says mm-hmm. I, I get it. it's like everything, wait a minute, everything, something all at once. And it's about this woman that in her daily life, she's switching between all these different dimensions of where she is and all these different scenarios. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, it's like she's discovering she's, she's this multidimensional spiritual being. And it's interesting that it's up for best picture of the year. You know, it's like, it's, <laughs> I think it's, we're getting it's there. resonating. Yeah. We r- don't it's resonating. R- it's in this consciousness, it's just, we're, it's hard to comprehend, you know, something. And, exactly. Um, exactly. Know, the thing is, this consciousness that we have, this lower consciousness wants to fight that it's all that there is, yes. you know, and like, even yeah. the work we're doing, if someone just happens to see our podcast, now we're talking about yes. this, they're just rolling their eyes, like, oh my gosh, you know, talking about,
0: yeah, go, but go then on. we get we get people where it says these words resonate um, deeply into me. So thank oh. you, and um, and somebody uh, champions is uh, um, so much good information. Thanks much for answering. You're very welcome. That's what we're here for is to, um, uh, you know, it, it, it is amazing how we're doing this work, and yet you know that's where I say that you know oh we're having a human human moment you know. Um, hello, Ward. How are you? Thank you for coming and, and um, being here with us. That, you know, our humanness is very much needing and wanting to um, um, Paula. Hello, P- Paula. Um, good evening to you, too. That, you know, it, it is about how can we learn? How can we negotiate the story of where we're at? But, you know, our souls are so vast, like you're saying, that you know, if we try to tether them into this body, like people say, you should be more grounded. Well, I'm going to say, eh, not really to me. No, I'm going to say that I want to be more present, more in my my knowing, more aware of what my body is going through. I want to be able to picture my my um, the insides of my digestive system. So I need to be aware and very grounded thinking in my being but i can tell you there's sometimes i ground to the top of a cedar tree yeah or you know or or you know the redwoods or something like that because this fact that i am not necessarily i have too many wings hawk is one of my totems you know i'm a fairy with wings you know i'm an angel with wings i'm not meant to ground my soul is not meant to be grounded yet at the same time the mother earth has me on her planet and I'm willing to walk through the humanness which has a grounding effect for me.
1: Yeah, something's happening now. I think we can all feel there's there's become such a thirst or a hunger for more of this knowledge about our bigger self, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because we need we need to download more of that information because the world is is gotten more complicated and we need we need more of that higher perspective so we can deal with what's at hand, you know, with the way the earth is, the way we're going with uh uh I mean, you know, the wars going on all over the 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 health of the planet, everything. And um to, to be for us to be able to navigate through to keep Earth a healthy place for our souls to come down here, there's some changes need to be made and we need to have this bigger perspective. You know, we, we need to really see that that you know we, we are here to help each other, not to take from each other, you know? Um, and, but that's, um,
0: that's, that stretch and pull of what the souls do, you know, because I know that like my dad, you know, I was just talking to him on, on you know, we were going to talk about meditation and and the good of meditation one, one of these days, and you know, I've come to a new way of, of meditating. Finally, I can meditate. Um, <laughs> and my dad was talking the other day to me and, you know, he's one of my guides now. And, you know, and he was saying, you know, about some things, but he's learning on the other side. The thing that's different about the souls being with this body is, is that we we can move forward in time. And I don't want to say time is, is about going, you know, forward. But there's about the energy that we, ha- the learning is to grow and to shift and to change. And our soul learns more because of the emotions we have. The, because of the dance. And so like when you have somebody who is a um, soul, like I did a house clearing where there was a guy who was a tethered to the house, a house that I did. And um, he was he was one that owned that part of the, the city. You know, he was very much in control. So he ended up wanting to stay in control. So he ended up being a, a gatherer of souls in a way. He was very dark was a very dark being and he got very well taken care of after this moment. But so with that, that when he, he, with his souls, but he didn't learn much more after he left because he wasn't tethered to a body to learn the emotion. So he, kept circling back around in that control, in the knowings that he was, that this is my house. This is my knowing. This is what I control. This is what I do. This is the I. He was very much into that I circling around. And so when when we cleared him, it was like the whole house could breathe again because it wasn't that circling going around. So when you're talking about a negative soul, like a lot of times when um, people go into a haunted church or a haunted house, that there's these souls that stick, but they're not necessarily learning much more because they're not in the 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 process of the body and that kind of stuff. So that's why, you know, you get somebody who's in the eighteen hundreds kind of staying mentally in the eighteen hundreds when you have a soul that is, you know, like, hell no, I'm not going home. I like it here. I have a bunch of money. I know what I can control. I know I can control this situation and I want to control it. So I'm not going anywhere. And so with that, there's that story. But the souls that move forward, it's it's um, it's, it's, it's about that. How do we move forward? So a lot of times after we leave this world, we're in a download process. Our souls finally get a chance to look at the higher reason we were here on this planet. Um, So man on the moon, I love that saying, Um, thank you all for your answers. I always knew even without necessarily being aware of that, that come from elsewhere, oh, definitely we do. Actually, I know where we have come from, and my truth is my truth. Yet, at the same time, um, I, I like to bring a perspective to help stretch somebody else's truth a little bit. And I know Regan says the same can say a lot the same thing.
1: Yeah, so, and let me uh, mention a, a book that um, for those watching this, a lot of the things that we're talking about the afterlife have been discovered through personal experience i've been to the other side twice and back and natasha lives halfway there all the time so (laughs) um but um these seventy thousand people that that us therapists at the newton institute have helped go to the other side and back we've learned hundreds of things about what it's like in the afterlife you know like what you do when you're there uh, lots of these things and we published them and uh, you know a lot of the published research has already sold a million copies because there's such a thirst for this but a good book to start with is called Journey of Souls and you can find them you know used even because there's so many copies out there for five six bucks or something but they're case histories and when you read that and also actually in the second book Dr. Newton wrote Destiny of Souls um, he answers a lot of the questions that the first book brought up but it it talks about like a lot about what Natasha and I are talking about today, about all these fantastic things we found out about this larger picture, you know?
0: So mm-hmm. a, exactly, a journey of souls, exactly.
1: destiny of souls, too good, And at my website, I mean, I wrote a book called three hours, 33 minutes in heaven, and I'm giving it away right now. The ebook version of it on my website, uh, which you can see in front of you there. Um, and it just talks about my one man's journey and about the 12 things I learned about myself and about God and everything in the, in the hours that I spent there, uh, mm-hmm. 12 things that changed my life, you know, that, that are helping me actually do this work. Uh, it's in it a roundabout way. It's how I got to know Natasha, how we yep. found each other, you know, <laughs> from having that experience. So exactly. um, you exactly. go on the contact page and just ask for the free. And there's also the other free ebook. Um, it's about all the current research being done on reincarnation called reincarnation is real. And I'd be happy to send both of them to you for free. Um, exactly, you know, we're all exactly. here just to help each other, you
0: know, we are, we are. And, you know, um, uh, you know, and I want to, I want to make a disclosure here. So don't worry about the bad translation, um, translation. You are perfectly good. I am very dyslexic and I have a hard reading, so I might as well be from another country. So Regan <laughs> is telling you about books. I have not really read a bunch. I've skimmed a lot of books. I know that I've read a couple of those books, but I could not <laughs> concentrate on them at the time that my dis because sometimes my dyslexia is really firing off and it's very hard for me to read i have to read very simple context um yeah. to get my and very imagery if i can read a book that's imagery that that helps me to read a lot of times um, so with journey, that
1: that go. Uh, well journey of souls and destiny of souls are in french they're in eight different languages mm-hmm. so you can get it and read it in your own uh read it in your own language.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So with that, that, um, a lot of my knowings don't come from reading books, the books that I've read, like the prophet and journey Mm -hmm. of the souls and, um, and the four agreements and, and, um, you know, the, um, you know, many different other stories that, um, that I get, I, I pull things that trigger my own knowing from those books. And so with that, that, I don't necessarily, I've never been awakened. I was born awake. So there's that dance of, of how we negotiate. But so Regan will tell you about books. People ask me, what books do you read? And I go, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, I got books. <laughs> I have opened them up. I have read them. I have, I read a lot of Louis L'Amour when I started reading, cause I didn't really read until after school. Um, and so I read a lot of Louis L'Amour and I love how his books are very imagery for him. And, um, the dance of the drum, I think is one of his books. And it's about, um, uh, the beginning of, of the journey across, um, Europe and, uh, the Arabs and the Arabian, um, deserts and how that all the the trade house started and how people started speaking of the dance and and it was like I was there there's a part of me that was there you know it's like when I watched the the movie um where we we talked about um where the ship was made and um the rocks came alive um it was um uh, somebody it was um it was (laughs) it was Noah. I don't remember that movie. Noah. It was Noah. It was a movie, Noah. Noah. Oh. Yeah. I shook through the whole thing because it resonated so like I, I couldn't, my husband was like, would you stop shaking? Cause I was shaking two chairs when I was, I was so, it was so resonating so much. So when I have these moments, it's about how is it waking, you know, wakening me up? And that's the humanness of us. That's why our humanness is here. So I want people to know though, that, you know, as we had somebody who, you know, had a brother who was shot and, and passed, you know, we have these traumas that our souls go through, you know, um, we have our um, our addictions. We have our um, our um, rapes and and you know abuses and um, drug addictions and all these different scenarios. What are we supposed to learn from them? And p- many of us get stuck in that human story instead of rising above and and moving forward. And then when we get to that ending time, and I can tell you that if we watch somebody who passes many a times it's not their soul that's there. Their soul may be watching from the corner, but it's a very primal aspect. The body still wants to breathe. And so it struggles to breathe. The body still wants its heart to beat and it, it struggles to want to, get, but then it slowly shuts down. And that primal part of death is, is, part of, is what people get caught up in the story of, um, of the negotiation of, of the passing. And it's not the soul necessarily is right there. Even though I know for my dad, when he passed, um, when I went into the hospital, I was in that process of when I walked in, when he was passing, that his soul stuck around, kind of floated just above his body until I got there. And then he left you know, because he wasn't afraid of the, of that process of, of passing. He was very intuitive. He was very knowing. I'm actually picturing myself holding his hand. So sorry, I got a little (laughs) right there, but you know, it's that story of how do we go forward? And you know, our soul is here to learn. What can we learn? Take that observation if you can, what is this here to teach me if you can, because that is the dance of our soul.
1: Yeah. You know, um, in the research we're doing too, we've noticed, like in a life between life process that I help people through, they we use them, we use the um, avenue of them going to a past life, seeing themselves pass away because they have those memories of that, you know,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: um, when the guides, when they've left their body from there, there's a guide angel or a relative or somebody there uh, to help take them back home, you know, to where we, that's our destination. We want to have people go to where they go between lives, heaven, the afterlife, whatever you want to call it. But we found out some advanced, some of my clients that seem to be very advanced souls. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just go in an instant, they're back home, you know, they they still have
0: people with them, but they do. Yeah.
1: Because they're just, they just say, okay, I'm done here. going back home. Others want to hang around for a little while, you know, uh, and, and and everything in between. So um, it just seems it doesn't matter where you are, wherever you are, you are in your spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. So um, what Natasha and I are trying to do is just to try to help you to embrace where you're at at the moment, but keep your eyes open for that next step that's there, that next something that gets you a, more of the bigger picture. If we got all of the bigger picture all at once, someone said our human bodies couldn't handle it, you know. And in the old days, people would end up that people were talking about things like what we're talking about. They'd end up in mental institutions, you know, because people would think they were crazy, you know. Exactly. Oh, yeah.
0: Is- I know I was there one time because yeah. I was who I was. And that's where this lifetime I meant to shine my light. I meant to be my voice. And it's the yeah. first time in many lifetimes. I don't know when I wasn't. I mean, I've been, you know, kept silent for many lifetimes now is my time to say this is who i am this is my story this is what i know and i'm so grateful for that able to finally say i'm here
1: (laughs) yeah you know don't you think that would you agree with i'm just had this thought natasha and see what your feelings are that mediums in a sense we call that we've given that name to what you do you know psychics mediums clairvoyance that sort of thing but in the old days, like say in the Bible and stuff, they would categorize them as prophets, you mm-hmm. know. And and the Bible that says, Well, be care be careful of who uh you listen to that prophesizes because some are good and some aren't. You know, well it's exactly. just like with mediums, you know, there's some mediums that probably uh take things to a dark place that are mediums that take things to a light place. So again, you just have to you know, everybody has to have some discernment in who they're you know who they're listening to, you know, exactly. because just because a medium can gather the other side, she might be, her own personal life story might, you know, uh, her interpretation of things might not be as good as some others. You know exactly.
0: That I and I call them, you know, uh, that they're more human in their process. Of, right. Of yeah. the of the walk of their, their spiritual. And they have a message for somebody, even somebody who is preaching darkness has something for us to learn.
1: Yeah.
0: In other words, well, that sounded kind of dark. Don't want to go there. Do I? So I learned not to go there. You know, there's something in everything to learn. And and for me, I've dealt with the devil. There was one time I was dealing with the devil and I had to call Lucifer up to, to take care of it, you know, and so I'm not afraid of darkness. I'm not afraid of being there. But I'm going to tell you, though, Michael, 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 I, I work with divine love. And that's why I can work with darkness, because I have the balance of divine love. Yeah, it helps me be who I am. And people always say, Natasha, you make change a room when you walk into it. And I go, that's me.
1: Yeah, some people do that. I've, I've been lucky to have a few of those in my life. You know, people that uh, just have that ability to lighten up a room with their beautiful, soulful, you know, Mm -hmm. energy that way. Um, One thing that I find interesting in this process that God has allowed me and the 250 other of my cells around the world that are doing this work is that this place where in a deep state of trance or which most people reach when they, in a sense, expand their awareness to the other side, um, it's like an elevator going up where, where my clients get off in the elevator. It's nothing but love and light. You know, we don't deal with any darkness there at all or the devil or anything like that. Cause mm-hmm. it seems to be, you know, into the light, you know, that way. So people get to experience what it is. You know, a lot of people that experience that or have had near death, this is like having a near death experience without having to go through the death part. And I found a way I'm trying to describe it to people. It's like we found a way to activate that switch, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. on command rather than you having to be in a near death situation or whatever, Uh, or, uh, you know, because we do it in a controlled environment, um, people get to spend hours in the afterlife rather than just a few moments or seeing the light or something like that, you know? And that's what Natasha, like when you're doing a session with people and you're getting help from their guides or their, Oh, yeah, that's a question I had too. I was wondering, let say when you're doing a session for somebody and you're getting these, these, this input about things to help them, is that coming from uh, their own personal guides or is that coming from like Michael Archangel or something like, do all the guides up there have all the same information or how does that work?
0: Um, I actually do both. So I get information um, when I doing a session, I call in their guides, angels, their beings who know their story. They're working with them daily. And then I call in the angels and guides who can help me to great to give them the greater vision for their life so that I can help them be who they need to be in their next journey of their life. And you- that's my disclosure as I do that. So I call in their there are guides and they come and visit and they kind of, they be. And then when I'm done, I ask them to go back with the updated version. It's kind of like when, when I'm with you and you're with me, our guides are like going, Hey, da, 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 da. even though we're here doing this work, we're, we're actually energetically getting there. My guides, our guides are talking, Hey, maybe you could do this next time. Maybe you could do that. Maybe that, you know, she can help him do this and he, he can help her do this. Da, 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 da. And so our guides are communing. You know, that's why when I was in your house, all of a sudden, it was like, we just kind of got into this flow together, even though we had never known each other in humanness. You know, yeah. we've done a show together. But as soon as I got in the car, it was like, click. We knew yeah. each other. We were, we were in sync together within reason, because our guides have already known each other to do that work. And so our yeah. guides can travel their energy, too. So they can travel just like our souls can travel if everybody saw you know, one time i I got a vision i got this vision i was sitting here and all of a sudden i got high up and i saw all the spirits and guides and angels for all the people and oh my gosh it was like no wonder i feel like i'm swimming through a thick mucky ocean you know of light you know (laughs) because there's so much and then you add in the darkness because if you have light you have darkness you know, then you have the dark beings that are are very much a part of this dance because they have something to learn and that kind of stuff. So um, yeah. Paula here says she's got um, my great grandfather shot himself in 1918. And I believe it was because he didn't want to burn the family, burn. burden the family. Thank you. Burden the family with his um, nerves disorder. He was a free thinker and that would have had stigma of crazy yeah definitely that is somebody called born before their time but many of us who were born before our time i.e born burned at the stake i.e you know rocked i.e you know shamed like no tomorrow people would come to me in the cave to get information but if they saw me in town they would shame me you know that that we were there to say think about it it's okay to be out of the box but yeah. they, they but there we have people that are meant to be here in the 3d world very simple very knowing they're just getting through life you know let me just have a you know let me just get what i need to do i'll go to church i'll come home i'll speak of god i'll be very 3d you know very 3d but then there's others of us that are like I don't even want to say dimension, what dimension I'm not saying, cause I go on different dimensions. I'm, I'm multi-dimensional. So there's, there's those things. So with that, that, um, that a lot of us can't, I know a lot of people who, who I do mediumship with people who um, children have passed away, committed suicide. And I tell them that the vibration of this planet was too challenging for them. And that is not necessarily, I say that to everybody, but there has been times more than once that the vibration of this planet was so dense, so damaging, so loud. I mean, if people would hear how many languages and voices that, that we hear when we're, in, when we're in tuned, that, you know, that's why I have so many barriers around my house, because I need downtime. That, you know, there's that part of us that can go insane if we really stepped into that and there's a lot of kids who i'm going to call them kids because they're younger than me who don't understand that vibration they're not they're not here that's why we have so many kids on the spectrum now because the fact that they came in and went holy crap
1: yeah well (laughs) you know all all we're talking about today can be actually uh pretty overwhelming sometimes for people just thinking oh my god there's just so much you know so much Mm -hmm. to learn and everything but the way they talk to us from the other side to to tell people is just relax, you know, and just, you know, read a book or start meditating uh, and just have a knowingness that you know that there's, it's like, if you go to a university and you're taking a class, look at all the other hundreds of classes there are there of -hmm. all this stuff that you know are in this university, but you're just learning one right now. So just, you know, take little bite-sized pieces and, but the main thing, uh, like from our discussion today, is realize that in the work that we've done, what we've personally experienced, and what thousands of other people we've helped experience, is just the fact that you're you're an eternal, loving, beautiful being. Uh, you have someone watching over you at all times. You know, no one walks alone. Your life, you're never alone. Your life has uh, meaning and purpose. And just relax and enjoy the ride. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, just try to try to be kind in everything you do. You goof up. Don't be too hard on yourself because you're in the learning process. You know, you don't get straight A's every time you do a, you know, an assignment in college. You know, there's always those D's and you go back Mm -hmm. and you learn and you learn. So don't let it be too overwhelming. But just but just have that excitement in you to know that there's so much more to learn. So much more to grow. You know? Exactly.
0: And man on the moon says I have to leave. Thank you very much for these explanations. I'm not sure if I understood everything, but I understood the uh, the S essentials. Um, have a beautiful day or evening. You are more than welcome. And that is, you know, and that's where we have private sessions. Because of the fact that every journey is our our um knowing. That's where, you know, when we have a private session, we this is a broad conversation. <laughs> And only an hour, and that's why we're alive. That's why we're live every week because we can kind of continue these stories and doing these dances. That there is this moments of life and and we're we're going forward. So remember that that it isn't about getting the download now. Our brains would explode. It's about chewing, it's a journey, it's not the destination. We don't even have the destination when we leave this planet in this human body. Our destination keeps going forward until our soul is done. And I don't know of any soul that is done because they're always doing something else. So with that, that the journey here, it it is a journey. So remember, this is just something to kind of shake up the truths a little bit for you and, and, and kind of get a different knowing. So we're at five o'clock here. And can you imagine your friends are probably saying it's cold.
1: Yeah. Well, visit the afterlife.com. Um, just for something to do. Um, go to my website and just watch a few of the videos and you'll learn a lot about uh, what this life between life process is. Also in the regular therapy section, uh, watch the videos on EFT and hypnosis and you can see some really fabulous, fantastic modalities that are used in regular therapy to help you just kind of balance your energy and cure yourself from PTSD, from uh, too much anxiety, depression, uh, addictions and everything like that. There's some, some down to earth as we call them, just regular good old psychological therapy that works really, really good with helping to fix you. And most of it can be done over zoom. And mm-hmm. just like Natasha, you know, if you're not in, in her area, uh, gosh, she's helped so many of my friends uh, over zoom uh, that way. So um, feel free to contact her or me. Uh, we're, we're We're there to help you. Right exactly,
0: exactly. And we're both on the Pacific Northwest or not the Pacific Northwest. So Regan is in California time zone um, and I'm in Washington, but we're in the same time zone. We're in the West yeah. Coast time zone. Um, the, um, so with that, that um, Pacific Standard Time, uh, you know, um, so Paula asked what time uh, he, she said she got your message. Paula Sheehan said that she got your message and what time zone you're in
1: yeah i'm in uh, pacific time uh san francisco time i live up here by san francisco i actually see clients within a 500 mile range here i, I travel a lot and see uh and see clients but um uh i do a lot on zoom zoom has mm-hmm. been a miracle because now sometimes i'm helping people across the country or in other countries uh learn these things so it it's a, a godsend this uh zoom and uh because like we know uh like before this, it was like, I mean, I could even have clients and hypnotize them and help them on a phone call. We could do it over phone. Uh, Natasha's uh, helped people. She can still help people even over the phone. It's like, you know, we're so used to visual and everything. But visual is nice because then you get the, you know, I just, I love the, I love uh, doing Zoom. But, uh, the, really great. Sometimes it's even better than in person.
0: You exactly, know. exactly, because we get Um, yes, and I can tell you that I do my private sessions and group sessions. I can even do group mediumship over Zoom. It's been amazing how we can do things because energy is energy. Um, and you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. I am one who loves to help people. And, uh, and uh, Man on the Moon says, Thank you. I'll visit your website. So, thank you very much for honoring yeah, come us, back again, that way. man on the moon. Yes, exactly. We're here every Monday at four o'clock. So I love to help people. I just did a session with someone who we did. Um, uh, we went in back into pre-birth and then I went into past lives in the dimensions and then past life in her DNA to help with her ma- mother and father, grandfather, grandmother you know all that and while she stayed in the bubble and we did this healing work and I got to check in on her and see how she's doing but she, it was amazing how she just was like after she came forward it was like and back to her body again within reason it was like oh my gosh I can't believe how I feel now I feel so amazing you know it's like so we you know and that was only an hour of a session and I just love doing that kind of work with people yeah, so me too. um Blessings to all. We are here Mondays um, at four o'clock Pacific time. And I think really that this is a conversation we should probably continue. Um, the soul's journey. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we'll just name it the soul's journey next Monday and really get into um, some of that um, more story. Instead of saying about afterlife, it's about the soul's journey. Right. Um, and why, why do we go through things? Cause you can kind of finish up on what, what has happened with your friends here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Tony just walked by and waved and said I, that he, I guess everything's working out.
0: Oh, good, good, or, good, no, good. I see
1: him over there now. He's uh, making another phone call, so maybe not. Quite
0: yet, so. <laughs> well, yet. I'll give you an update
1: to... next week. Yeah, please do, it.
0: please do, because oh, today's day has just been a a rocky road. It's a rocky road. So blessings to everyone. On on Wednesday, I will on life clarifications with Natasha. I think I'm going to share my birth story. Because I remember being born. I remember a lot of that contractual work. I remember writing the contract coming into this world. And this is not a meditation. This is not somebody else's mediumship that they did with me. This is my own knowing. Since I, I remember more before five years old than I do remember after five <laughs> for a time. That's so with amazing. that, that my soul was very awake <laughs> when I was born. And I really want to. I share that story with people and may, yeah. may help them understand me a little bit better. I think, yeah. cause I am, I, I, I kind of have a different aspect about life in the how easily I move from place to place in energy and knowings. Yeah. So, well, blessings to all. Please like. If you know somebody who can really listen to this message, please share it. Um, if you are um, if you have not been here before, please follow or subscribe to this station because we do have many. I have over 400 videos on my channel now, and, it's, um, and a lot of them are our shows, The Dance of the Soul and Life Clarifications with Natasha because we're live every week. So, blessings, everyone, and welcome. And remember, if you are looking for help privately, we can do this work privately. Blessings, all. Yep, exactly. See you uh, next week. And we're also on podcasts, so you can look to us on podcasts most everywhere. Thank you. Bye now.